Good morning. Good morning and praise the Lord. Amen. Good morning to everybody. Happy Easter. Happy Resurrection Sunday. Amen. Glory be to God on this day as we um, remember and celebrate uh, that Jesus got up from that grave just as he said. And we praise God for it. And so, uh, we're, we're grateful, amen, on this Easter Sunday of 2021. Um, still, things aren't quite the same as they used to be. Um, still, many of us can't gather as we normally would, but it doesn't change anything, amen. Jesus is still alive, amen, amen. and he's on the throne, and through him, we have eternal life, amen. Those amen. who believe in him, amen, have eternal life. So praise God on today as we come on this Resurrection Sunday to share the word of God. And um, we're just, you know, continuing always to um, be lifted up in hope. And, and I believe that, you know, God has... A message of hope for us not just on today but he's always speaking a message of hope but on today we certainly want to go to the Word of God and and just receive the message of hope that is found in that empty tomb you know it's interesting that many things that are empty are often viewed as negatives right mm -hmm. you have an empty bank account if you have an empty refrigerator or empty cupboards if your car is on empty, right? <laughs> Usually things that are empty, you know, are things that we like to avoid. But praise be unto God, the tomb being empty is good news, amen? amen. And so we praise God for the emptiness of the tomb. Amen. And on today, as we um, uh, celebrate the resurrection, I wanna ask you, if you have your Bibles, let's go to Matthew, chapter 28 and we'll read a few verses there Matthew 28 we're going to read from verse 1 and we'll go down at least to begin we'll go down to verse number 6 so Matthew 28 and we'll look at verses 1 through 6 on this great day amen amen in Matthew 28, verse 1, reads this way. It says, In the end of the Sabbath, as it began to dawn toward the first day of the week, came Mary Magdalene and the other Mary to see the sepulcher. And behold, there was a great earthquake, for the angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone from the door and sat upon it. His countenance was like lightning and his raiment white as snow. And for fear of him, the keepers did shake and became as dead men. For the angel answered and said unto the women, Fear not, for I know that ye seek Jesus, which was crucified. He is not here, for he is risen, as he said. Come, see the place where the Lord lay. Amen. Amen. Let's pray today. Father, we bless your name. Yes, and we just thank you, God, for this day. We thank you, God, for, uh, for life through the Lord Jesus Christ. We thank you, God, that on that third day, he rose from the grave, just as he said. And Father, through him, we have life eternal. Yes, Father, we're praying now that you will speak a word of hope and of, and of life and of love and of faith and of strength to us. That, Father, you will speak to our very situation and circumstance. Father, we're yes, praying, O oh God, that you will speak a word of life unto someone, O oh God, who has yet to make Jesus their Lord and their Savior. That they, yes. too, might come into the family of God. Father, have your way today. And Father God, as you do, we'll continue to bless your name. Now, God, I just ask you to use me for your glory. I humble yes, myself Lord, under your hand. You, Father, may you be exalted. May you be glorified. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 So we read Matthew 28. 
Matthew 28 verses 1 through 6. Uh, and our title on this Easter Sunday is He Kept His Word. Amen. He kept His Word. And so it's Resurrection Sunday, as we said, and um, and we do celebrate the truth that, and it's the truth, amen, not a rumor. We celebrate the truth that the tomb is empty. Amen. We celebrate that after being uh, betrayed and crucified just three days prior, Jesus rose from the dead just as he said he would. And for those who, who believe in him, for those who trust him, for those who have made him their Lord and their Savior, we rejoice because, as Jesus said, because he lives, we shall live also. And so we rejoice in all of those truths. Amen. Now, do you know that for centuries, God the Father told his people, and in fact, he told the whole world, that he was going to solve the sin problem. And he was going to solve the sin problem by sending a Messiah. Yes. Uh, the Messiah would come and, and would do away with the complex system of animal sacrifice that could only cover man's sin for a short time. And the Messiah would replace that complex system with something that was simpler, but more powerful. Yes. Because the Messiah would make a, a, a once and for all sacrifice of his life that wouldn't just cover sin, but would totally wash it away. Glory to God. And that's what the Father promised. If you read the scriptures from Genesis to Revelation, the scriptures are talking about Jesus, not just in the New Testament, not just in the Gospels, but from Genesis to Revelation, God was speaking about Jesus, the promised Messiah to come. And he said he was going to come and he was going to solve man's sin problem. Yes. And the father, the father made good on his promise. You know, the, the, this, the Bible says that God is not a man that he should lie. Hath he said and shall he not do it? Hath he spoken and shall he not make it good? Well, the father said it and he did it and he spoke it and he made it good because there came a time where God expressed the love that he has for the world yes. by giving his only begotten son. His only begotten son, who John the Baptist, when he saw Jesus walking one day, he said, behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Yes, yes. That's Jesus. And, and, and the father kept his word by sending Jesus. But I want you to know today, amen, that, that Jesus also kept his word. Amen. Because Jesus, three times, three times, he told his disciples that, you know, he, he foretold his death and his resurrection. Three times. Um, you know, the first time he, he told his disciples that, that he said, I must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things of the elders, chief priests and scribes and be killed and be raised on the third day. Mm -hmm. He told, that was the first time he told his disciples about his crucifixion, that he was going to be killed, that he was going to be raised on the third day. And the first time he told them, Peter responded by rebuking him. He took Jesus aside and told him that this was not going to happen. This couldn't happen. This yeah. shouldn't happen. Mm -hmm. And we know Jesus looked at Peter and told him what? Get thee behind me, Satan. Mm -hmm. Right? Because Jesus understood that if these things didn't happen, 
then there would be no hope for the rest of us that he knew that he came on a mission and that mission was to save the world from its sin. But that was the first time Jesus told his disciples that he was going to be killed, he said. But on the third day, I'll be raised again. The second time, he told his disciples that he would betray, be betrayed into the hands of men and that they would kill him. Mm -hmm. And that on the third day, he would be raised again. And notice that this time he added another detail. Not simply that he was going to go to Jerusalem and that, that he was going to suffer, but now he said he was going to be betrayed. He didn't say that the first time. And he said, I'm going to be betrayed and they're going to kill me. And, but on the third day, I'm going to, to rise again. And, and, and the scriptures say that the disciples, when they heard this the second time, they were filled with great grief. Yes. And they didn't understand really what he was saying. But the scriptures say they were afraid to ask him. Yes. Mm -hmm. And then the third time, he Jesus told his disciples, he said this, he said, Behold, we go up to Jerusalem, and the Son of Man shall be betrayed unto the chief priests and unto the scribes, and they shall condemn him to death, and shall deliver him to the Gentiles to mock and to scourge and to crucify him. And the third day he shall rise again. And notice now he gave even more detail that he didn't give the first two times, because now he says that He's going to be condemned to death by the chief priests and the scribes and, 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 and that they are going to deliver him to the Gentiles. Yes. That they would deliver him over to the Romans. And then he said he was going to be mocked and he was going to be scourged. Yes. And now he's not, he didn't say I was simply going to be killed. He said that they would crucify him. So now he specified the manner of death that was going to take place. He gave more details, but he kept the same detail by saying, but on the third day, yes. I will rise again. And at this time, when he told the disciples this, immediately after telling them for the third time that he was going to be betrayed and he was going to be killed and that he would rise on the third day. The first time Peter rebukes him. The second time the disciples are upset and, they, and they're filled with grief, but they don't understand what he means and, and, and they don't want to ask him. But on this third time after he said this, you would think that maybe they would get it. But we're told that by the Bible that when, when he told him this the third time, the mother of the sons of Zebedee came and said, put my sons in positions of yes. power. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so you see that even though Jesus was explaining to the disciples in, in more and more detail, it just wasn't clicking. Yeah. A couple of things we take from this. One, that, 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 that Jesus reveals things in greater detail, the longer we walk with him. Jesus. Right? Because yes. you, you see, when, when, when at first he told them, I'm going to be killed, and on the third day I'll rise again. And then he said, I'm going to be betrayed, and but on the third day I'm going to rise again. And then the next time he said, I'm going to be betrayed and condemned to death and turned over to the Gentiles, and they're going to mock me, and, 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 and they're going to scourge me, and they're going to crucify me, but the third day I would rise again. And you can see there's increasing level of detail that Jesus gives. Why? Because they were walking with him more and more and more. And so Jesus feels, well, the more you walk with me, the more glory to God that I can tell you. Yes, Jesus. And so that's why we want to continue walking with him mm -hmm. because the more we walk with him, the more he will reveal unto us. Yes. But just because he reveals more doesn't mean we understand more. Because as you see, at every step of the way, there was some miscommunication, something wasn't quite making it through to the disciples because they didn't receive this in the right way. I don't say this to condemn them. I say this as a point of, 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 of commonality, that, that yes. we share the same thing, that there are things that Jesus tells us that we don't quite understand, but 
But if we keep walking with him, he will give us that revelation. The same way he gave it to those disciples on the road to Emmaus after he rose from the dead. And he made their heart burn with revelation. But at first, uh, as he told these disciples, his disciples, three different times he, he foretold his death. But there were other times, too, that Jesus foretold his death. Uh, there was a time in John chapter 2 after he had cleansed the temple because the money changes were in there and they were, you know, conducting business and, and doing all kinds of things that, that was turning, as Jesus said, he was turning the, uh, the house of prayer into a house of merchandise. Yes. And Jesus made a cord and he whipped up everybody and he overturned the money tables and everything else. And they said to him, they, they wanted to know, by what authority are you doing this? And Jesus said, destroy this temple. And in three days, I will raise it again. Yes. And they said to him, what do you mean in three days you will raise this temple again? It took 46 years to, to build this temple. You're going to raise it in three days? And the Bible makes it plain. It says he was talking about his body. Mm -hmm. And so that was another time when Jesus talked about his death. But notice what he said. But in three days, yes. I will raise it again. And then there was another time uh, when Jesus had ministered unto a man who had a demon. And Jesus cast that demon out. And the Pharisees said, yeah, yeah, he cast out demons, but he can only cast out demons by Beelzebub, the chief of the demons. And then they came to Jesus and they said, if you really are who you say you are, give us a sign. And Jesus said, this evil generation, he said, I won't give you any sign except the sign of Jonah. Yes. He said, because just as Jonah was three days and three nights in the belly of the great fish, he said, so the son of man is going to be three days and three nights in the center of the earth. And then there was a third time when Jesus was talking about how he was the great shepherd of the sheep. And he said, he said, this is why my father loves me. Because I lay down my life that I might take it again. And he said, no man, glory to God. He said, no man takes my life from me, but I lay it down of myself and I have power to lay it down and I have power to take it again. Yes. Amen. And so this was another time when Jesus said, yeah, I'm going to die, but I'm going to lay down my life, but I'm going to take it again. Glory yes. to God. There's no other man who ever walked this earth who could have ever made such a statement. Amen. Mm -hmm. There's no other man who could ever make such a statement. Jesus said, I'm going to lay down my life. I'm giving my life, but I'm going to take it again. Amen. So we see then that Jesus, you know, he foretold his, his betrayal. He, he foretold his death. He foretold his resurrection. And over 2,000 years ago, the third day after he was crucified, the tomb was empty. Yes. And as the angel said here, that he was risen. Just as he said. Why? Because he kept his word. his word. Now, if you look at the scripture text, Mary, it says, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to the sepulcher. And there was a great earthquake. And it said, for the angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone from the door and sat upon it. And I want you to know that that stone was rolled away not so Jesus could get out, but that other people could get in and see that he wasn't there. That's Glory right. to God. Amen. That's, right. That's why the stone was rolled away. Jesus didn't need the stone to be rolled away so he could get out. Amen. Because when he rose from the dead, amen, we know that he just came and he walked through doors. He just appeared and, and everything else. And so this was so that 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 Mary and the other women could could see that the tomb was empty. This was so that that John and Peter, when they were told by Mary Magdalene that he was that she saw 
the risen Savior. And they ran to the sepulcher and they both looked inside and went inside. It, that's why the stone was rolled away so that others could look in. Not that's so right. Jesus could get out. Amen. And so the, the, the stone is rolled away and, and, and the angel is, is, is sitting. Uh, uh, he had rolled back the stone and he's sitting upon it. And it says his countenance was white like lightning. His raiment was white as snow. Was like lightning. His raiment was white as snow. And it said, and for fear of him, the keepers did shake and became as dead men. The guards. There were guards that 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 the Jews had asked Pilate to be at the tomb because they said, you know, they didn't want the disciples to come and take his body and then pretend as like he would pretend as if he was risen from the dead. And so they had guards posted outside of the tomb, which is just provides more proof that Jesus really rose from the dead. And, 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 and those guards were so afraid when they saw this earth, when they saw this earthquake and they saw this angel come and the angel rolled back the stone, the angel sitting on the stone. And it says these, these guards were, were, were shaken and became as dead men. Mm. But notice what the angel said to those who follow Christ, amen, to, to Mary Magdalene and the other Mary. The angel said to them, fear not ye, for I know that ye seek Jesus which was crucified. What are they saying? Fear not ye. These guys are afraid, but fear not ye. Yes. Amen. And see, that's one of the things we need to understand. Our testimony is different than that of the world, Amen. right? The world may be going through some things and they're fearing things and, and you know, they're fearing the economy, they're fearing this, they're fearing that, but but fear not ye. Why? Because because your, your future, your destiny, your eternity is secured in Christ Jesus. Amen? Fear not ye. But see, that in order to get to that point, our minds and our hearts have to be eternal-minded. Right? That's why the Bible tells us that we, we shouldn't focus on the things on this earth, yes. but on the things that are above. That we shouldn't focus on the things that are temporary, but on the things that are what? Eternal. Wow. Because that is where we find our security. Fear not ye. And so he told them, fear not ye. And then he says, for I know you seek Jesus, which was crucified. He is not here. He is risen, just as he said. Jesus kept his word. Yes. And, it's, and it's on today that we, we, we celebrate that, right? Because God forbid that Jesus didn't keep his word. Amen. Amen. If Jesus didn't keep his word, Paul talked about this in 1 Corinthians 15. He said, listen, if Christ is not raised from the dead, yes. then we are yet in our sins. If Christ is not raised from the dead, then we are people most miserable. But glory be to God, he kept his word yes. and he got up from yes. that grave. And because he got up, we rejoice. Because yes. he got up, we can celebrate. Because we got up, we can fear not ye. Because we know, Jesus. we know that we have a place in heaven. Amen. Yes. We know that Amen. we have a relationship with our heavenly father through the Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus said, this is life eternal, that you know the Father through yeah. the Lord Jesus Christ. We have eternal life now, not some time to come. We have it right wow. now. Amen. And so we rejoice that Jesus kept his word because this signifies, as we said earlier, that because he lives, we live also. It also signifies that this life on earth is not all that it is. You know, there are some people who, who, you know, who believe that, you know, you know, that we live this life, we die, and that's it. And so that's why they want to enjoy all of this life as much as they can. The focus on, of this life is about enjoying it. The focus of this life is about acquiring things, right? Get as many toys as you can yeah. and, right, and have as yeah. much fun as you can because after you die, that's it. That's but it. we know a different story yeah. because he lives, we live also, and we know that this life is not all that it is. And yeah. that helps us as we go through this life 
And we have those trials and those tribulations. We have those those pains and those setbacks. We have those disappointments yes. and, and those losses, right? But we also understand something. This life, glory be to God in heaven, is not all that there is. That there is something after this life, amen? And so we sorrow not as everyone else does. And so we rejoice because his, his tomb signifies yes. that we're going to live. We rejoice because it signifies that this life on earth is not all that there is. We rejoice because we know that death is not to be feared. As Paul said, he said, death is swallowed up in victory. Glory to God. He said, he said, oh, death, where is thy sting? Oh, grave, where is thy victory? But thanks be unto God who has given us the victory through the Lord Jesus Christ. Yes, thank you. And so when we focus on the fact that the tomb is empty, it changes everything. Amen. It changes everything. We yes. understand that we go through things and, and even those things that are hurtful, those things that, that really get us down, we lose loved ones and, and we lose jobs and we lose homes and, and people betray mm. us and, 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 and our bodies break down and all these types of things happen and, and our goals that we were hoping for didn't quite materialize. And you know, and sometimes this life is hard. How many yes. of you know? Amen. That there are times, amen, you spend on the rough side of the mountain. But this is not all there is. Yes. And, and the empty tomb gives us that hope. Amen. That Thank that we Jesus. know that it's not just here. We know that if we, after we suffer a while, we shall see the glory. Yes. And so when we look at the empty tomb and we think about the resurrection, people say, well, why, why are you so happy? It's just Easter and it's about Easter eggs. Ain't about no Easter or Easter eggs yes. and common eggs and Easter bunnies. That's not why we're rejoicing. Yes, we're Jesus. rejoicing because the tomb is empty and all that that signifies for us. That's When Jesus got up from the grave, it was a game changer. Amen. It changed everything. Amen. It changed everything. Because up until then, even the devil believed he won. Mm -hmm. Amen. But Jesus went down to hell and made an open show of the devil. Amen. And then when he rose from the, from, from the grave, as Paul said, he defeated the last enemy, yes, which was Jesus. death. Amen. There's no more enemies that have to be defeated because Jesus defeated the last enemy, which is death. And so we we rejoice. Um, but but here's the thing, right? Because Jesus kept his word about the resurrection, we can have confidence in everything else. Yes, Jesus. That he said, and in everything else <clears throat> that has been said about him. Amen. Mm -hmm. We can we can have we can have confidence in everything. Right? We can have confidence that, that Jesus really is, glory to God, preparing a place for us. Amen. We can have confidence that that that, that there really are mansions, yes. many mansions yes. in his yes. father's Jesus. house. We can have confidence, as the Bible tells us. That Jesus is forever living to make intercession for us. Yeah. That he's up in heaven pleading our case before the Father. We, 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 can have, we can have confidence that as Jesus said that he's going to come in, 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 in the cloud with, with great power and with glory. And that his angels are going to go out to the four winds of the earth and gather up his elect. We can have confidence yes. in that. We can have confidence in, in, in one of the most comforting scriptures. And I just want to Jesus. read this out loud. We can have confidence in one of the most comforting scriptures in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, beginning in verse 13, when Paul, writing under the inspiration of the Holy Ghost, said this, But I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep, that ye sorrow not, even as others which have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. Yes. 
For this we say unto you, how? By the word of the Lord, that which we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of an archangel and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. Yeah. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. Yes. We can have confidence that this is going to come to pass. Amen. We can have confidence that those loved ones that we lost who were in Christ, that we shall see them again. We can have confidence that this old corruptible body is going to take on incorruption in the twinkling of an eye that we are going to be changed. We can have confidence, amen, that we are going to live forever with the Lord Jesus Christ and with all the saints and we're going to worship God face to face and we will, we will see him and we will know him as we're known. And so we, we thank God that Jesus got up from that grave. Yes. He said he would and he did it. The father said he was going to send a savior to take away the sins of the world and he did it. Amen. And so we can have confidence in these promises. We can also have confidence in, in, in that great promise. From Revelation chapter 21, where God says that he's going to wipe every tear from yes. our eyes. Glory to God. That there's going to be no more sorrow and no more death and no more pain. That those things are going to be passed away. We can have confidence in that. Why? Because God said he was going to send the Savior. He was going to send the Messiah to deal with the sins of the world. And that's exactly what he did. Yes. And when Messiah came in the person of the Lord Jesus Christ, Jesus said, I'm going to be crucified. I'm going to be betrayed. I'm going to be killed and I'm going to be put in the grave. Yes. But on the third day, I'm going to rise up again. And he kept his word. Glory to God. Jesus. And here's the other thing. Because Jesus kept his word about that, we can also have confidence in, in, in every other promise that he made, in every other promise that has been made through him. Glory to God. We, we can have confidence, for example, that by the stripes of Jesus, we are healed. Yes. We can have confidence Jesus. in that. Again, Jesus keeping his word and getting up from the grave changes everything. It, it, it really should remove all doubt. It really should, should strengthen our faith, right? It's the type of thing, this is not like, oh, we celebrate Resurrection Sunday, we celebrate Easter, and then we go about our merry way. If it stays with us, yes. if, we, if we realize our Savior lives, amen? Oh, they tried to kill him. Yes. Amen. They, 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 they thought they had him, but they don't. And because they don't, it changes everything. Jesus. And so not only do we, can we believe all of the promises about the tomb and all of the promises about our sins being forgiven and washed away through the blood of Christ, but we can believe everything else. We can believe that by his stripes we are healed. We can believe that God's going to supply yes. all of our needs yes. according to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. We can believe that yes. we are the righteousness of God. I know you feel like you're a big messer, but you are the righteousness of God. Because the Bible says that he made him to be sin for us who knew no sin, that yes. we might be made the righteousness of God in him. And so no matter how you feel, you can believe I am the righteousness of God. I am not on the outside looking in. I am in right standing with the God of all creation. He smiles down upon me. He loves me. He cares for me. And he says, if I be for you, who can be against you? We yes. can believe you, of our right standing with God because Jesus 
kept his word about getting up out yes. of that tomb. We can believe that our bodies are the temple of the Holy Ghost. We can believe that. And we can believe that that same power that raised yes. Jesus from the dead dwells in us because it was the power of the Holy Ghost that raised Jesus up from the dead. And so yes. we can believe now that we have power. So when Jesus said, you shall have power, after that the Holy Ghost comes upon you, you, you and I don't sit there saying, I can't, or I'm weak, or I'm this, because yes. we understand. Yes. No, if, 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 if he kept his word about the grave, then he kept his word about the power that resides in me, in the person of the Holy Ghost. We, we, we can believe that we can come boldly before the throne of grace and yes, obtain mercy you, and find grace to help in time of need. And we can come anytime we want to. We can come 24-7, 365. We don't need someone yes. to, to do it for us. Praise God for those who do pray for you. Praise God for those who intercede for you. Praise God for your pastor, your bishop, your first lady, your deacon, your Sunday school teacher, whoever it is, your best yes. friend who prays for you. But praise God even the more that you can come by yourself and you can come and obtain mercy and you can obtain and find grace, amen, unmerited favor to help you just when you need it. That's a promise that we can have confidence in. Why? Because he kept his word. He kept his word about the resurrection. He kept his word about getting up from that grave. And he kept his word and will keep his word about everything else. Glory to God. We, we can have confidence that, that, that if we confess our sins, because sometimes we mess up, don't we? Sometimes we, we don't always get it right. Praise be unto God, you're a Christian. Praise be unto God, you got Bibles in six, seven different translations. Praise be unto God that you yeah. sing in the choir, that you preach, that you teach. Yeah. Praise be unto God that you do Sunday school. Praise be unto God, all those things. But you still mess up. I still mess up. But aren't you glad about it that you can mess up and, 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 and still and still be in right standing with yes. God. Because he said, if you just come to me and don't try to fake, don't try to pretend, but just confess, Lord, I messed up. Jesus, I messed up. Lord, I missed it. I didn't do what I was supposed to do. I didn't do what you said. If you confess it, what he said, I will, I will forgive you of your sins and cleanse you from all unrighteousness. Yes. We can have confidence in that. Why? Because we know that Jesus kept his word about getting up from that grave. We can have confidence that God will never leave us nor forsake us. Yes. Let's, let the devil try to convince you, oh, you all by yourself. Nobody this, nobody that. The devil is a liar. There's no such thing for a child of God as nobody does this. Nobody's with you. Nobody cares. Nobody loves you. Nobody's listening to you. That's a lie from the pit of hell. Yes. Because God is always with you and God always cares. God always loves you. God always ready to listen to you. God is always on your side. God is always there. There's never a time where, where the devil can convince you of a nobody situation in your life. Yes. You are never alone because God said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. And Jesus said, I'll be with you always, even until the end of the world. Yes. And so we can believe everything. Why? Because he kept his word. You are more than a conqueror. His grace is sufficient yes. for you. Amen. He, he will guide you and lead you in the paths of righteousness. He will. He will restore your soul. Glory to God. Yes. He, he, he will lead you beside the still waters. Amen. He will do everything that he said. And that's the power of the resurrection. That's the power of, of, of why we're filled with so much hope and with so much joy on Resurrection Sunday because it changes everything. Yes. Right? Thank it you, changes Jesus. everything. Mm. We go back to the scripture text that we, that we started with today. We go back to Matthew 28. And after the, the, the angel told, told Mary and, and the women that, that 
Jesus was not here, but he was risen as he said. Mm -hmm. He said, come see the place where the Lord lay. And then after that, he says, and go quickly and tell his disciples that he is risen from the dead. And behold, he goeth before you into Galilee. There shall ye see him. Lo, I have told you. Yes. And they departed quickly from the sepulchre with fear and great joy and did run to bring his disciples' word. And see, that's the thing for us as well. As they, as they were told that Jesus wasn't there, as they saw for themselves that the tomb was empty, mm -hmm. uh, as they heard the words of the angel. And the angel is not going to do anything or say anything That's right. that he didn't get a commandment from God to yes. do or to say. Amen. As they received all of this, they left that place with fear, with reverence, mm. and with great joy. Yes. And see, that's where we find ourselves as born-again believers. On a day like today, on Resurrection Sunday, we find ourselves in a place of reverence and great joy. Yes. Where we reverence the Father. We worship Him. We reverence the Lord Jesus Christ. We, yes, we, we reverence the Holy Spirit. We, we reverence God for the great plan that He has for us. The great love that He has for us. That He was willing to give His only begotten Son. We reverence Jesus because yes. though he was equal Thank with Jesus. God, he didn't look upon that equality as something as to be to, to, to cling to. Right? Yes. He didn't he thought it not robbery, right? That God was robbing him of something by asking him to take on the form of a man and the form of a servant and to humble himself even unto the death of the cross. Yes. He willingly did that even up until that last day when he's in the garden of gethsemane right before he was he was arrested where he said if it's possible take this yes, cup from me that this wasn't some easy thing if it was possible take this from me and but he said nevertheless not what i want but what you want the willingness for for him to go through what he went through for us we reverence Jesus Christ yes, for that. Yes, thank you, Jesus. We reverence the Holy Spirit for raising him up from the dead. And, and, and Paul said, if that same Spirit dwells in you. And so we have reverence on today. We worship the Lord in spirit yes, and in truth. You, we lift up our hands and we give him praise. We lift up our hearts and we just thank him. Because he changed everything. He changed yes. everything for us. Jesus. Because the Bible says that all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Yes. Right? The Bible tells us that the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life right. through Jesus Christ yes. our Lord. And so we praise God for his free gift. We praise God for the eternal life that we have by faith. In Jesus Christ. And so we have reverence today. Yes. And it says also, we also have great joy. Amen. We have a joy even in the midst of pain. We have a joy even in the midst of the things that we're going through in this life. And it's the joy that that, that makes the devil confused. It's, it's, it's the joy that, yes. that, that, that makes those in the world confused. They, they, they think that somehow we're deceived or whatever because they don't understand how we can go through the things we go through and yet still have our joy. Amen. Yes. I mean, you're glad that you still have your joy. You're going through some things, but you still have your joy. Amen. You, you, you've been through some stuff. You've lost some things that you, you've been through things that you didn't think you were ever going to come out on the other side of, yes. but you stand here today and you can say, I still have my joy. Why? Because it comes back to the truth. That that tomb is empty. It comes back yeah. to the truth that Jesus said on that third day, I'm getting up. And he mm -hmm. kept his, his word. And so today we are filled with reverence and we're filled with joy. Amen. 
and and we know that our future is bright right mm -hmm. that because this earth is not all that there is yeah. and yes we're going to go through some things and we've been through some things but we have the victory thanks be unto god who gives us the victory in the lord jesus christ yes and so we praise god on this on on, on this resurrection sunday amen it's a great day it's just a great day to remember. It's a great day to reflect. It's a great day to let the truth saturate your heart. The Bible says, amen, Jesus himself declared, he said, you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. And this is the truth that we need to allow to saturate our heart so that, that we can know that we know that we know that Jesus said, said the thing, I'm getting up and he got up. He said, I'm laying down my life, but I'm going to take it back up yes, again. Glory to God. Jesus. And he kept his word about it. And if he kept his word about the greatest thing ever, then how much, how much the more is he going to keep his word about everything else? Yes. So what has he said in his word? You can have confidence in that. What has he said to you in your prayer closet? Mm -hmm. You can have confidence in that. Think about those things that maybe you have let go. Think about those things that maybe you have convinced yourself are not going to happen. Mm -hmm. Things that God told you, things that God spoke to you. He quickened your spirit. You might have been reading the word. He quickened your spirit with a promise. You might have been washing the dishes and he quickened your spirit with a promise. You might have been walking down the street and he quickened your spirit yes. with a promise. And you go, that, 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 that can't happen. You are like Sarah. You're inside the tent and you laugh at the whole idea that by this time next year, something will happen to you. By this time next week, something will happen. Oh, that can't happen. He keeps his word. Amen. If he kept his word on the greatest, the most difficult thing, laying down his life and taking it back up again, how much the more will he keep his word on everything else? Amen. Glory to God. And so Amen. on today, we, we, we celebrate that empty tomb. Amen. Thank God it's empty. Amen. Amen. Thank God they ain't find no bones in there. Amen. You can't go there and talk about all the remains of Jesus. There ain't no remains. Amen. Amen. Jesus is alive and he ceases at the right hand of the Father. Amen. Where he forever is making intercession for us. Where he's ever looking down on us in his love. And where he's ever looking forward to the day where he's going to come again and gather up his elect from the four winds of the earth. But until then, amen, we can take comfort and we can take strength and we can have amen. confidence in everything else that Jesus has said, in everything else that has been said about him, in everything else that has yes, been said about Jesus. you and me and who we are in him and what we're able to do. We can have absolute, total, unshakable, undeniable yes. confidence in it Jesus. because he kept his, his word. Glory be to God in heaven. Amen. Amen. So we praise God on this Resurrection Sunday. Amen. Proof that God is not a man that he should lie. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Let's pray today. Father, we bless your holy name. Glory thank to God. Jesus. We thank you for the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Jesus. We thank you that through Jesus. him we live. We thank you that, yes, that through him Jesus. that we have access to our Father which art yes, in heaven. Yes, we Father. thank you, O oh God, for the, for the down payment, the earnest payment of the Holy Spirit who dwells within us. Proof positive, yes. God, that you're going to come back, that we are your purchased possession. Yes. And that, Father Lord God, Jesus. that we will spend eternity with you. Father, we thank you on this day thank you, Jesus. That, that Jesus has risen from that grave, that the tomb is empty, and that because he lives, we too shall also live forever, yes. thank you, worshiping you, praising you, glorifying you in spirit and in truth. And Father, that's our prayer on today, O oh God, that those who don't know you, glory yes. to God, you, those who don't know you, that on today, that, Father God, you will send someone their way. 
Father, maybe even they'll hear this message or hear something else. You are the Lord of the harvest. Send someone their way, O God, that they may hear your voice through your chosen vessel. And Father, when they hear your voice, we pray today that they will harden not their heart. But Father God, that they will say yes, Lord, say yes yes to your word, yes Yes, to your will, yes to your way, yes Yes. to eternal life through the Lord Jesus Christ. Father God, we're praying that you will open every blinded eye. We're praying, oh God, that you will uh, unstop every deaf ear, oh God, that that others may hear and see and, and, and know and understand that Jesus Christ is Lord, that yes. he is the he is Savior. Lord. He is the Lamb of God who truly takes away the sin of the world. Yes, Father. And that he gave his life on that day, uh, oh God, over 2,000 years ago, but he kept his word, and on the third day, he rose again. Yes. Father God, let Thank that truth Jesus. come to men, women, and children by the thousands on this day, that they may come into the family of God and be saved. Father, we bless you and we thank you for it. Thank God for Jesus. Thank God for the empty tomb. We thank God that Jesus kept his word. And we give you all the praise and all the glory, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Jesus kept his word. Yes. And so we can have confidence. Amen. This this world and, 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 and the enemy of our soul try so hard to shake our confidence, uh, try so hard to get us off point, try so hard to discourage us and to beat us down and to wear us down and, and just to try to get us to take our eyes off the truth. Mm-hmm. But we know the truth. Amen. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh to the Father but by me. And he made a way for us to come to the Father who who is in heaven. He made a way for us to do that by getting up from that. Yes. Glory be to God. He was true to his word. So I pray today, amen, that as you uh, go about this day, that you will allow this simple but powerful truth to just be a part of your thoughts. Amen. Just let your mind be filled with it. Amen. And it will lift you up. Amen. It will lift you up and it will take you to a place where you will rise above the discouragement, rise above the problems, the the trials, the tribulations in your life. And you will know that there is yet hope because that tomb is empty. Amen. Amen. So we praise God for you. Pray that you enjoy the rest of your Resurrection Sunday and that uh, we look forward to uh, seeing you the next time as we continue to worship this wonderful Savior we have, the Lord Jesus Christ. Have a blessed Sunday. We look forward to seeing you.